If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of food. food. First, are you a Panini fan? (laughs) Burger King is testing a new breakfast item, the Grill Witch, with a flame-grilled flatbread, eggs, melted cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Mm. Hopefully I said breakfast. but. Yeah, Someone, that's, it's someone's got to radically change the breakfast sandwich because that's basically like every other breakfast sandwich, just yeah, flatbread instead of an English muffin, up. instead yeah. of a biscuit. Mm-hmm. It's always egg, cheese, and bacon. Yeah. Or maybe that's the timeless classic everyone wants, so you there just got to reshuffle the deck a little. Second, if you love Chick-fil-A, this will make you smile. Chick-fil-A is testing delivering food via drones in Florida. Hmm. They've been doing the same in Texas and North Carolina for a while now, and I have a question do drones work on Sundays? <laughs> and finally, in the world of food, did you hear about the food that's being banned in Italy? They've banned the production, sale, and import of lab-grown meat huh. in yeah. order to protect the agricultural industry in I Italy. I can see that. Yeah, the they don't mess around with food. No beyond Damn. beef Mm-mm. or impossible burgers there. Yeah. You're getting, where's the beef? It's in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are you've got some group texts in your life. Like I've got one called mom and sisters. You mm-hmm. might have one with like the four of you, like two couples, your friends. Let's talk about those group texts next. Chances are you've got some group texts in your life. Like uh, maybe it's like a double date type group text. The four of you, two guys, two girls. Maybe it's a group of friends or family members. Uh, my husband goes crazy when his family's group text goes off because his phone just keeps like ding, ding, ding. Mm. And I was at the grocery store the other day and I get out and I've got like 15 new texts. I'm like, what's happening? What's going on? It's the mom and sisters group. Is something bad going on? But you forget every time someone does a ha ha or a heart that shows up as a new text. Mm -hmm. And so it was this, it was hilarious. There's five girls in our family the oldest is five years, seven years older than me, and the youngest is five years. The twins are five years younger than me, so there's like this twelve year span. So you got a lot of people in the different phases of life, and mm-hmm. the five daughters. And uh, the second oldest was saying like, "Oh, look at this room. We just put new floors in. It's so sad. My son doesn't live with us anymore. And we're putting t- making it a guest room." And then the other younger sister was like. I found out my daughter is going to stay at college all summer and work. And she's got the crying emoji. And so it's like all this emotion about kids leaving. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, there's one line from the oldest sister. Don't worry. They always come back. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Spoiler alert. It was one of my favorite group texts ever. They never really leave. (laughs) I still keep getting trumped up about the how dark it gets so early. Hmm. And it happens every year, but I did something yesterday that wasn't very smart when it comes to how dark it's getting. Okay. I'll tell you what I did in just a minute. So do you ever do something that um, you're like, oh, that was really not smart? And you, you talk inside your head, you're like, Taylor, bad move. What <laughs> were you thinking? And I think a lot of times it happens to those of us who quote, Uh, This is a famous line from one of my husband's grandmothers. I don't want to be a bother. (laughs) Like you don't want to have people have to help you or do something for you. Okay. Well, I got totally trumped up by how early it gets dark last night. And I was going to this event and there was going to be Christmas music. And I was really excited to hurry up and get there. And parking was a nightmare. There was nowhere to park. 
And so I'm like, I know. I'll just go park down this hill where my favorite mountain bike park is. Park there all the time. I've been there hundreds of times. It'll be great. I'll just walk up, hike it up this hill, You're get to the go. music. I'm good. Mm-hmm. What I didn't think about was that not only when I left would it be pitch dark outside, but there were no streetlights whatsoever in this park. <laughs> I'm talking not one. And I'm wearing like a lit up Christmas necklace. So I'm like, if there's someone hiding in these bushes, like I'm like saying, here I come. What am I thinking? But on the other hand, for traffic purposes, you want to leave it on. There so you was don't no get traffic. That's what's so crazy. There okay. was not a soul around. I'm talking, I heard something in the bushes like, what was that animal? Like it was a deserted yeah. park with nothing around. And at first, I'm like, okay, I got, I got to figure out how to turn my flashlight on my phone. I couldn't figure it out. And then I realized by letting my eyes adjust, I'll probably see better. Uh-huh. So I'm walking as fast as I possibly can. And I'm going, dear Lord, if you could please keep me safe, I would really appreciate you. Please God. It's like a little like, if it's, 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 it's okay with you, God. If you could just, I know I made a mistake and this was really stupid. And I got down there and my car was the only car around. Mm-hmm. pitch dark. I've never been happier to get inside my car and lock the door <laughs> in my life. And so everything worked out, but lesson learned. Mm-hmm. I should have remembered how dark it was going to be. I didn't know there were no street lights, and I should have asked someone, hey, can you give me a ride? There were to levels my car? of mistakes made. Yeah. You're saying it was very bad. And so, the, and you should have just asked for help. Right. Yeah. And so, I'm, what I'm saying <laughs> is in life, it's okay to ask for help. I love the story about you walking in your car in the dark and you you didn't ask for help and that was the that was the big mistake and mm-hmm. and what I love about that story is you got to experience what it's like to be a man for about 10 15 minutes however long it took you to walk to your car because you never ask. guys never ask for help we yeah. don't ask for directions we don't ask for help we're like no I got this yeah. and then you're thinking to yourself I don't got this yeah and I think so many of us not just men we have a really 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 hard time saying. I need help. And I just saw a great example of, uh, of a friend of mine, Kristen. She um, had the perfect storm of her little four-month-old. Oh, no. First two rounds of the stomach bug between Ooh. her husband and her four-month-old son and her. Then two rounds of colds. Then mm. the four-month-old got RSVP. RSV. Yeah, RSVP. <laughs> yeah, RSVP. You know, a lot like, of people have that, that disease condition. this time of the year. Her, like. I have RSVP. Her little four-month-old got RSV right at the exact time when her husband needed back surgery. Mm. And she does this beautiful post. I mean, we're talking like three nights at the hospital with this little bit four-month-old. How scary okay. is that? While your husband's getting back surgery. And she said... She goes, I just want to say, I am so thankful for my village. And she gives a shout out to every family member and friend who gave her advice on how to use a nebulizer, who brought a home cooked meal, who helped her with the piles of laundry. And she especially thanks mm. her church. Everybody at her church just rallied around her and her family and helped her through this tough time. And mm. I just, I want to share this story because there's so many people I know that it would have sucked it up and just tried to make it through all by themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's, we were meant for community. And when you ask for help, it gives other people the joy of getting to step in and help you. There's something shaping your child's brain for both the good and the bad. You want to guess what it is? Uh, It's got to be phones. Screen time. Mm -hmm. According to new research over the past, get this, 23 years, 
Screen time has a long-lasting impact on the structure and functionality of young people's brains. Children under 12 who use tablets tend to exhibit poor brain function and diminished problem-solving capabilities. Playing video games and heavy internet use had kind of the same adverse changes in your brain. Hmm. Uh, The parts affecting intelligence and uh, brain volume, that's in four separate studies. There is a slight chance video games um, are, because they're more demanding, may help brain function a little bit. But the bottom line, the more you can get your kids to put their screens down and be outside and and use creativity, Mm -hmm. the better off they're going to be in life. Not just that, but social skills. Social skills are just like so diminished nowadays because they just don't. It's like a muscle, right? If you don't work it out, you're going to use it or lose it. Same thing with social skills. They, They never, never develop them to begin with. Do you have something super unique about your body? Coming up, this mom's uniqueness led to a double blessing. Do you have something super unique about your body? Kelsey and her husband, Caleb, live in Alabama, and they have three children under the age of seven. And now Kelsey is pregnant with two more babies, but they're not twins. You see, Kelsey was born with two uteruses, and she's having a rare double pregnancy. Wow. What's wild, because of her unique condition, the baby girls that she's carrying may be born hours, days, or weeks apart. Doctors don't know. Kelsey said her husband Caleb has been her greatest encourager. They thought they were done having kids. <laughs> and then not only did, first she's like, what? <laughs> and then they're like, she just made a joke. But wait, just there's don't more. tell me there's two heartbeats. <laughs> and the tech is like, uh, we just found another heartbeat. <laughs> My friend um, Rhoda has a a, a friend yeah. who has t- had two babies at once because of the same condition. She didn't make national news because wonder, of it. I wonder if when that happens, because you know God fashioned us together, and mm-hmm. your mother knit you together, and your mother knit you together, and I wonder if God when. They, when they get the ultrasound, if he's like calls a bunch of angels, hey, hey, come here, come here, come here, watch this. This is going to be great. <laughs> I'm sure he does. So you know what it's like this time of year, your to-do list is triple the length than any other part of the year. And something that just got thrown on my husband's to-do list, mm-hmm. I'm just like, babe, I'm so sorry for you. I'll tell you what it is next. Chop the tree, pluck the feathers off the turkey. <laughs> You know what it's like this time of year. Your to-do list quadruples in size because you still have all the normal stuff. You got all your normal cooking, cleaning, laundry, grocery shopping, meal making, all that's there. Then you add decorating. You add Christmas gift wish searching, like just begging people, what do you want? Just give me an idea, please. And don't say gift card. <laughs> right. And then you get it and then you wrap it. And it's just, anyway, it's just endless. It's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. choir performances. There's kid performance at the school. So add to that long list. This is happening to someone else besides my husband. I know it is. He got a jury duty summons. No, man. He has to report December 8th. (laughs) I I can't even imagine. I've gotten called to jury duty like five times more than him. Uh Um, I'm hoping when they find out he went to law school, maybe they'll like say we're done with you. But he, I mean, he's not a practicing attorney. He's a fee only certified financial planner, but he's still a lawyer. Um, 
Well, he's, I mean, he's a member of the Florida Bar, and he's, okay, but he's yeah. not practicing law. All right. So, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's protected. totally have to say that when they say, what do you do for a living? Um, no, if he, he only... Financial planner. Financial planner. And, but, but I also am a, I am a member of the Florida Bar. I am a sanctified, bona fide lawyer. <laughs> and I can tell people are guilty just by looking at them. <laughs> Yeah. So I knew my heart just goes out to him because I mean, granted, I'll have to admit there's a lot of that stuff that's only on my to do list, you know, but I mean, he had to plan his company Christmas party. He did all that. I did not help Mm. him. Mm. He end of the year. You can imagine as a financial planner, all the stuff that has to be done postmarked by the end of the year. Yeah. And now he's got to go to jury duty. On, on top, top of, of all of it. <laughs> Courts don't stop. I got a good story about this isn't jury duty, but I got a summons that I was going to be potentially used as a witness. <gasps> and wait till you hear what that entails. I couldn't believe it. We'll talk about that next. So, uh, man, I'm so sorry. Glenn got jury duty. Yeah. December during the 8th. Christmas season. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. Add that to the list. Right. Uh-huh. That effectively takes you out of the game. <laughs> you're like on the you're on the injured reserve list. Oh, yeah. For that I, week or however long. I've served jury duty so many times I was preparing him. I'm like, bring your laptop, bring your Kindle. Mm. You can go out in this other room and get some work done. And then you'll hear them when they call you back into the room. I got called and thought for sure when they hear I work at a radio station. They're going to be like, nope, not him. I got caught. I was part of a jury. Did the whole trial. It was like a three-day trial that we had to deliberate the whole bit. It was crazy. Um, but I just got a notice the other day. I'm not going to go into details why, but but I got a summons that I was potentially going to be called as a witness for the state in a case that they had. Wow. And it was weird because it, it said like... Um, the the summons said you don't need you don't need to show up on this day, but later in the summons it said so you need to be there on this day. And then mm. so I called and I was like I'm really confused. And he's like people call all the time with that. You don't need to be here. You just need to be within an hour of the courthouse. Whoa! For the duration of the trial. And I said, well, how long is the trial? And she goes, well, with litigation and appeals and you know delays and everything, it could last about a month. I'm like, <gasps> hold on. <laughs> What? I'm supposed to just stay within an hour of of the courthouse for a month? <laughs> I said, can I tell you the comedy wow. of this? I got this summons in the mail after the trial began. Like the date was wrong. I said, and we just got we had just gotten back from we went on our trip to Germany. I said, what if I what if I'd been in Germany? How am I possibly going to? And she goes, oh well, they would have worked something out with that. Oh, that's good. I said, but that's just it, the, the 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 notion. That you can just like change your entire life and constantly be ready for that phone call. Not wow. to mention, I don't answer my phone. <laughs> I have the ringer turned off. All so, the thankfully, time. you I take it you never got called as a witness? Nope. The next day it was all cleared Ooh. up. Whoever it was, like, That's they did crazy. a plea bargain wow. or something. So, I didn't, didn't get called. But <laughs> you got to stop hanging out in high crime districts. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's how Kev rolls. <laughs> you ever see my, my bio on my social medias? It said, uh, it says voted most interesting man in the suburbs, <laughs> which is a joke because there's not a lot interesting about the suburbs. So to be the most interesting person in the suburbs is not really an honor. That's how, how much my life is not rolling with high crime people or anything exciting, which adds to the comedy of all of it. Hey, do you have any friends in your life that you would love to reignite your friendship with? Check this out. Two World War II vets from North Carolina named Millard and Joe. 
met in the Navy way back when they were 17 years old and they became best friends. Well, they have been searching for each other for 76 years Mm. and they just recently found each other. They're both 96 years old now and a family friend helped Miller track Joe down this summer and they've been talking on the phone this past three months, Okay, but they just recently met up in person. Just a blessing. It's on my bucket list and I can dump that bucket and we'll start over. Isn't that awesome? He's 96 years old. He's like, okay, check that off my bucket list. Now I'll start a new bucket list. I'm only 96. I love those guys. They really are the greatest generation. Um, That is great. You don't need us to remind you how fast kids grow up. You just blink and all of a sudden you're like, what happened? No kidding. I had uh, had that come true, like just reminded of that, like nothing else last night. I'll tell you what happened in a minute. So, you know, when it comes to kids, you just blink and all of a sudden they're all grown up and you're like, ah, how did this happen? Especially this time of the year. I'm looking through old pictures of Christmas Christmas past and it's like, where did it all go? Yeah, I just had a picture pop up of my niece with Santa and she's now a sophomore in nursing school. Mm. Like, how did that happen? But uh, I kind of made a mistake when it comes to that last night. It was a little... A little embarrassing. Uh, Hmm. We were at a radio station event and our former producer, Jessica, came with her two kids. And I've seen Jessica many times like we'll meet for just a chance for her to have some mom time. And just the two of us will meet for a meal or lunch or something. Uh, But I haven't seen her kids in forever. And she brought Katie and um, and her son, Joe. And I just run up to them and start hugging them like, hi. And they're looking at me like, who is this strange woman hugging me right now? <laughs> if someone and, ran up to me with that tone, I'd run. And, well, I was being dramatic for storytelling purposes. I was like, Katie, Joe. And I was, and poor Jess had to go, you, you remember Miss Taylor, right? <laughs> like she's trying to help. And the thing that freaked me out the most out of everything, because I've seen lots of photos of her kids on mm-hmm. socials. Um, so I know what they look like, but I did not realize that her daughter, Katie, is now only one inch shorter than her mom. Mm. Katie's 5'2", yeah. and her mom's 5'3". And I'm like, how did this happen? And she looked taller because she's wearing boots. And I'm just, it was just one of those moments where you're like, Oh, I feel so old yes. right now. I remember them coming to Christmas, 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 Christmas wish <laughs> broadcasts with us. Uh huh. And yeah, they were knee high. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like yesterday. And that was it. Now, and now, yeah, they're grown like you know adults practically. So now, wow. now I know why ants used to say, "My, how you've grown." Yeah. Well, it's even weirder now because you've seen them grow up on social media, but they haven't. Kept up with those kids haven't me. kept. Yeah, I haven't I'm kept up with you. I'm just some weird lady at the radio so, event going. So do you? Hi. No, no, do it like you did the first time. <laughs> uh, I was being dramatic. Uh, did I go? Hi. <laughs> yes. Hi. <laughs> Anybody would run. <laughs> mom, mom, help! Who's this weird lady? <laughs> So when you were a kid, or, or maybe you have kids like this right now, uh, were you what they would describe as a chatterbox, a real talkative <laughs> little kid? We've all come across them, right? We're going to talk about that next. Did you have any kids, or maybe you were that kid, a chatterbox, a chatterbox? Were you a chatterbox, too? No, I uh, honestly was painfully shy. No kidding. huh? I, I was chatterbox from day one. 
Like I, I think I, I probably started talking at like three months old, or at least I, a three month old Kev was probably sitting there going, ah, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I am absolutely shocked by this news. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I have a disciplinary <laughs> note on, in my desk drawer that I get get out to remind myself every now and then, and it's about my excessive. Now you talking. get paid to talk. Yeah, now I get paid to talk. So, uh, so, but do you have a kid that's a that's a chatterbox? I read something the other day that perfectly describes that kid. And we have four. My wife and I have four kids. Two of our daughters chatterboxes. The bookends, the oldest and the youngest, they'll talk, but they're not what we I would call talkative. Mm-hmm. The middle two will talk your ear off, and they would talk to each other endlessly, like driving in the minivan. <laughs> Listen to this description. She chatted like water rolling over the stones in a babbling brook. <laughs> That's great. Good author right there. I was like, oh my gosh, that describes our middle two daughters perfectly. Perfectly. And maybe their dad as well. Only maybe. it's more of a rushing waterfall. <laughs> wow. Not a babbling brook. <laughs> so here's what I'm wondering. And by the way, it was a babbling stream. She chatted like a water rolling over stones in a babble, babbling stream. Do you have a kid like that? Or were you a kid like that? Would love to hear about the babbling brook, babbling stream talkers in your life. We're, we're talking about kids that are chatterboxes. I, I'd say Buddy the Elf was a chatterbox, right? He was very, very talkative. Oh, very, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't ask about, like, what's your favorite food? Oh, we hit all the four major food groups. And you go, candy canes, candy corn. You, It's funny, you asked earlier, were you shy as a kid? Uh-huh. And I was as a child. Yeah. But then I met my friend Noelle Mullins, and she drew me out of oh, my shell. There you and go. One time on the very first day of school, I was so excited to see my friends I hadn't seen over the summer. I got I got in trouble for talking on the first day. Get that. Yeah. And you wound so, up you yeah. wound up with your own radio mm-hmm. show. Well, I have in my hands two disciplinary letters that were sent home, and I'm sharing these not not to glorify that being a troublemaker at school, but to encourage parents. If your kid is this kid, they can still turn out okay. So it sounds like Taylor was that kid. I was definitely that kid. And this was dated February 4th, sometime in the last century. <laughs> it's that bad, huh? Dear Mr. and Mrs. Avery, your child has been referred uh, for the following re- reason. Talking out loud and disturbing other students. <laughs> your cooperation is appreciated. That was February 4th. So you'd think I got a stern talking to from my parents. Fast forward 11 days later, February 15th. Dear Mr. and Mrs. Avery, different teacher, different subject. <laughs> Uh-oh. I had to speak to Kevin today regarding his, and I quote, excessive talking. <laughs> not surprised. Man, you have not changed. Not one bit. I have not never met a man who talks more or a woman who really? talks more than you. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's a, I think it's a badge of honor, right? And today, in today's world where conversational skills are going out the window, is that so bad? Is it so bad? Is it conversational skills or monologue skills? No, conver- I'm, I'm an excellent conversational. Tell, yes. me, tell me more about that, too. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> wow. Would you agree fashion is often in the eyes of the beholder? Would you spend close to $1,000 to look like you just got out of the shower? The high-end fashion designer, Balenciaga, I don't know how to say it, B-A-L-E-N, Balenciaga, 
Valencia. Valencia. They are selling. I bet you that's it. (laughs) They're selling a skirt that looks like you're wearing a towel. Hmm. And it's going to set you back $925. But it's not really just a towel. It's got buttons inside. Plus an adjustable belt that's hidden. So it won't fall off like the normal towel could. There you go. Unlike real towels, it's dry clean only. (laughs) I'm wondering if this thing is actually going to sell. I'm thinking those adjustable buttons. That's coming in handy after a big meal. Could have used those back at Thanksgiving. Did your man propose to you in a super unique way? Coming up, you are going to love this one. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. Did your guy propose to you in a unique way? You're going to love this. A guy from South Carolina named Josh came up with a creative scheme to incorporate his girlfriend's four kids into his marriage proposal. He gave them each a t-shirt, so when they lined up, it read... Can we call Josh dad? They'd apparently been asking their mom when he'd be at, uh, when he would be their dad. So it was kind of an inside joke. Hmm. She walked in, started bawling and said, yes. He also brought each kid their own ring to wear and got down on his knee for them too. And said, I'd like to be your dad. Wow. Four kids. He's going to become a husband and an instant dad of four. All on one day. Hmm. Sounds like he's ready for it. Yeah. Sounds what like a he's great ready guy. to go. So uh, some people on your list are probably really, really hard to buy for. Oh, yeah. I think I have found one of the world's most unique items. Ooh. But to get this, you're going to need a really high credit limit. <laughs> Tell you what it is next. Are you looking for the perfect gift for someone that is impossible to buy for? Always. They just, they, you said your husband, Glenn, he buys the heat. If he wants it, he gets it. So you it's do really, that really hard. Even worse than my husband. Really yeah. hard to uh, to buy for, for people like that. Mm-hmm. Well, here, put this on your list then. Okay. You could be the proud owner of one of only, and there's only 16 of these in the world. One of Napoleon Bonaparte's famous black hats, actual black hat that he wore is up for auction. They're saying it's going to go. Two million dollars. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think of what type of person would want to buy that. I'm thinking Maybe that's, Elon Musk. I was thinking that's something he buys and he actually wears it. <laughs> yeah, I can see him in that hat actually. <laughs> wow. Two million dollars of things going for. I think originally he had 120 of them. He was apparently like the Imelda Marcos wow. of the hat world back then. Had 120. There's only 16 left. And uh, I think one of them's like at the Louvre, and you could have one where, where to, where to the next football game go to or something. <laughs> Two million dollars for that hat. Now, here's a question for you, Taylor. Think about. It. Don't answer right now. What do you think will go for more at auction? The Napoleon Bonaparte hat. Think of the historical significance of Napoleon Bonaparte and what that, what that brings in. Two million dollars. What's going to go for more? That or the acoustic guitar that Kurt Cobain used? During the Nirvana Unplugged recording for the MTV Unplugged series. Think about it. I'll give you the answer next. Okay, so we were just saying for the, the person on your shopping list that has everything, maybe what you should get them this year is the, uh, <laughs> it's going for auction. One of Napoleon Bonaparte's actual, those those hats he wore, that, that funky black hat that he wore. I don't know that did were they fashionable back then? I don't know anyone else. Like they, you don't see anyone else in pictures wearing the, the Napoleon Bonaparte hat. I don't think he wanted to look like anyone else. I wonder if he had those made. It's two-corner. It's a two-cornered hat. 
I thought guys back then wore the tri-cornered. Like, Is his the same one shape. that Captain Crunch wears? <gasps> I think you're right. And honestly, I'd rather have a Captain Crunch. <laughs> I think that'd be way cooler. So, okay, that's going for $2 million, they're saying, at auction. I think it's starting at like $1.9 million, and they're expecting it only only go up from there. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think would cost more? And this is up for auction as well. Or I don't know, or maybe it already sold out. I'm not sure. Uh, Kurt Cobain from Nirvana, you know, the song Smells yeah. Like Teen Spirit. They did a, a famous MTV Unplugged episode. And he played an acoustic guitar tour during it. That acoustic guitar uh, sold for quite a bit of money. Which do you think would cost more? The Napoleon Bonaparte hat or the Kurt Cobain guitar? Absolutely the guitar. Really? 100%. Why? Tell me why. Uh, because Defend pop, your culture, position. <laughs> pop culture usually tends to rule over history mm. uh, a lot of times. Now, if it was a priceless work of art that was mm-hmm. going to go in the Louvre or something, I would yeah. go for more historic but so uh, do you think like in a, Napoleon's in, hat versus the guitar in a hundred hundred years when people are like Kurt who will the price of that guitar come down but Napoleon's hat will still be crazy expensive mm, probably yeah so you're saying this is all it's it's whatever whatever is hip and cool right now will mm-hmm. push the price up yeah I, I googled it I was there there's like 10 famous guitars that went on auction that caught co- would cost you more than the Napoleon hat but the Napoleon hat is available. <laughs> so Okay. So you're saying I was right. Yes. The guitar right. is gonna go for more. Six million dollars. Wow. Six million dollars for a guy who really couldn't play guitar that well. There's if, okay, so let's wave a magic wand. If I ever had six million dollars, mm-hmm. there's a million things I'd rather do with that money than, than have, that. have a hat or a guitar. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. Elon Musk is buying them both. And he's going to play the guitar while wearing the Napoleon hat. And I got to admit, that would be epic.